0: name Your dominion is forevermore Adonai we worship you
1: Son of God You, you are, are so good cool. Almighty Father, hallowed be your name.
2: Your dominion is forevermore.
1: Adonai, we worship you. Shall we be on our feet, please? Son of You are so good, Almighty Father, hallowed be thy name, your dominion is forever. We worship you. Son of God, you are so
2: good.
1: Almighty Father, hallowed be thy name. I've seen be thy name. Your dominion is forevermore know Adonai. Adonai. You are so Almighty Father, Father. You are worthy of our share. your dominion is forever Almighty Father, Almighty Father. Almighty Father. lift his name higher
0: Christ in this place. We lift up the name of Jesus Christ over every other power. The Word of God says that at the mention of the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow
1: and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord. We declare this morning the name of Jesus, and we command every other name to bow at the mention of the
0: name of Jesus. Every every name in Tartarus, every name in hell. Every name that is named, every name, every sickness, every
3: name, every depression, every oppression, every setback, at the mention of the name of Jesus, we command you to bow in this place. Every false spirit, every unclean spirit, we command you to bow in the name of Jesus, 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 in the name of Jesus. Jesus.
1: We lift your name higher. 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 We lift your name. The voice and give God some praise, give
0: God some crazy praise in this place. For we have been given a
1: name, we have been given a name that is above every name. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The
3: righteous run into it and they are saved. At the mention of the name
1: of Jesus, every knee shall fall. And every time shall confess that Jesus is Lord. <laughs> lift up your voice. Lift up your heart. Clap your hands. Give him praise. Give him praise. Give him it praise. It's worthy. It's worthy. It's worthy. Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah. Tell your friend, give me a high five and say, Jesus is Lord. Send to another person, give him a high five I didn't say shake his hand Give him a high five and declare that Jesus is Lord
3: Jesus is Lord There is no one like Jesus Jesus is Lord Give him a shout of victory Hey, 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 hey. Yes
2: Yes 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 Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes,
1: Hey! Hey!
0: Hey! La la yes, 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 about you. When Desmond asked a Samuel of us, have been reading a note. I will not comment on your reaction or your answers. In the sea of influence, if you want God to change your life, nobody will do it for you. And I can tell you, demons are real. Me, I know what I've been going through. And I know they are real. Some of you are still wondering. This is... Okay. You want to continue our series on... um, Demonology... We have been talking about um, demonology. It's the study of demons. And we have established the fact that between Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, and verse 2, there seems to be a very big gap why God kept it that way. We don't know. There's clearly a very big gap. God created all things in excellence but in verse 2 after the Bible says God created there appeared to be confusion, chaos, darkness and disorder. And we understood that the realm of the supernatural is very very real. In fact the supernatural world is more real than the physical world. It's more real than the things that we experience flesh and blood. If you ever speak to anyone who deals or have dealt in the occult, the, the they, they tell you things and sometimes they even sometimes tell you things about scripture that you should know that you don't know and you look so stupid. I have experienced that a number of times. I promise you I'll show you a video and I'll try. We'll see. But we also establish the fact that science is not above the Bible. The Bible is God's word. It's the revelation of God to mankind. It's only through the Bible that we get to understand the mind and the ways of God. So, if you are to grow, if you are to experience success, if you are to experience influence, if you are to experience all that God has made available to us, we need to get into the word. If you don't get into the word without the word of God, your life will be a big mess. And don't deceive yourself that you are born again. And because you are born again, you are protected by God, everything is okay, you are fine. You are not fine if you are not living in the word. Jesus Christ himself said, I am the vine and you are the branches. If you abide in me and I abide in you, you bear fruit. And then anything you ask in my name, I will do that. The Father will be glorified. You may be born again, but if you're not digging into the world, you are like a baby that has been born by a teenager who didn't want the baby and abandons the baby on the border and nobody cares for the baby. The baby has nothing to eat. The baby will die. Get into the word of God for yourself. Anything we tell you, anything you hear from any source, go find out for yourself whether that, that is in the word. And if it's in the word, take it, believe it, act on it, and God will move on your, on your behalf. Sometimes, look, sometimes you read the word of God and some promises you see there, you, tell, you look at yourself and me, no, you shake your head on this one, it can't be. It can be once God says it will be, it can be. If I, see, if the promise is so simple that even your father can be for you, then that is not God. With him, all things are possible. All things. and remember. The one who will try to convince you that God's word is not possible is the devil. Don't you ever forget that. It all started in the Garden of Eden. When the devil came and said, Has God said? When you hear thoughts like this and you begin to focus your mind on them, you start debating away from the word of God. And be careful when people tell you half-truths. They quote a part of the Bible and they add something to it. And they need to embrace it without going back to the Word of God to check for yourself. I have made some very outstanding statements in this past three series. Some of them blew your mind. Some of them, it was like, can this be true? Is this really in the Bible? And some of them got you thinking... But some of you have not gone back to the Bible to find out for yourself and talk to God about what I have said. Please don't do that. Learn to hear the voice of God for yourself. The Bible says that you must be led by the Spirit. Those who are the children of God, they are led by the Spirit. So, get. it. it doesn't matter how young you are. If I... God specializes in doing the supernatural with young people. With with the older ones, our minds are so set. This is what Uncle uh, Desmond was saying. He has so many expenses to make. How many expenses do you have to make? So you don't think about this. So you hear the word of God and you just jump on it. No wonder Jesus said, I mean, If you can just take the word of God, like the way little children take the word of God. I remember when I was young, we grew up in poverty at a certain stage. And my dad could rap. I mean, when things were hard, I remember one time he he came to us and said, oh, I'm going to get money, don't worry. I'll get money. I mean, the money will fill the whole house. And we, if at least me, I literally believe my father that you get so much money that the whole house will be full of money. That is the mind of a child for you. And the Bible is saying that we must hold on to God's word the way little children do. You have heard miracles. You have heard testimonies. It's time for your own testimony. When God gives you a testimony, the way you talk about God, everything changes. You know that he's real, he's true. There's nothing that he cannot do. And for those of you who are afraid of demons, I pray that by the time you go to finish this series, you'll not be afraid of demons anymore. There's no reason to be afraid of demons. Demons are talked about so many times in the Bible. But Jesus made so many references to demons. And he cast so many demons out. But the good news is that it's not only demons that are in the spirit world. There are innumerable angels, so many of them, working on our behalf. Ministering to us, helping us, you know, at the call of God for us. We we don't see them, but they are there. And angels are talked about a lot more than demons. If our references to angels in the Bible are at least double references to demons in the Bible, so why should you fear demons? You don't need to be afraid of demons. We look at the five levels of angels. You no, know, angels are five different categories. They are not all the same, and they do different functions. I mean, God is a God of order. He's a God of structure, and He's an excellent God. He sits on His throne, and His subjects do His bidding. You can't fight against God. The most powerful being recorded. The most influential being in history recorded in the Bible, thought he was so influential, he was so powerful, he made an attempt that he saw how powerful God is. Don't mess around with God. God is a God of love, but he's also a God of justice. And in his own time, he's going to judge every one of us. Last week, we looked at the fact that there is the underworld and there's a word that is used loosely Among humans And sometimes interpreted or translated In certain uh, Bibles Rather loosely The word hell uh, There are different types of In quote hell If we look at the original Words that were used There are differences We have Sheol Which is the place Where the wicked go When they die Awaiting judgment. And then we have paradise. Where the righteous used to go in the Old Testament when they die. Awaiting judgment. And then we have the pit or the abyss or the bottomless pit or the deep. And that is where demons are being kept. That's where God is keeping them for the day of judgment. And then there's another place called Tartarus. And that is the place where the angels that rebelled with Lucifer against God have been kept in chains for the time of judgment. And then there's yet a fifth place called Gana or the lake of fire. And today the lake of fire is empty. Nobody dwells there. But at the time of judgment hell Will be thrown into Gehenna. Sheol, Paradise, Tartarus, all of them, the deep, they'll all be thrown into Gehenna. And it's a lake of fire. That fire never goes off, it will burn forever and forever and forever. I pray that none of us <coughs> will end up in the lake of fire. I was surprised, very surprised, when one of the students in my Bible study class, which supposed to be the most advanced class, I mean, the, when I say advanced, I mean in terms of they have finished the, the new believers, they finished membership, and we've done a number of other things, asked me a personal question. So, Uncle Bijou, are demons the fallen angels? Are you surprised with me? You're Look at my face. I'm asking a question. Are you surprised at that question with me? Why are you surprised? Talk to me. Why are you surprised? Amen. I've been giving the answer again and again and again and then you ask the same question. I want to repeat it demons are not fallen angels that is why we've taken so much time to do a very detailed introduction so you understand that angels are different from demons even from last week's sermons demons are kept at a different place fallen angels are kept at a different place they are not the same I also mentioned that it appears it's, it's so difficult to tell what the origin of demons are. You study and study, and you, you find it difficult to, to see where demons originated from. I don't know why, but God decided it that way. But says told us that we must cast them out. So let's just do what He tells us to do. Don't bother too much about trying to understand all the details because you won't get all the answers. Alright. Let's turn to the scripture. Luke chapter ten. Luke chapter ten. Luke ten, we'll take it from um what's happened to this your thing? Reverse it for you, please. reverse it for me. No break. Just stop the thing and reverse it for me. Luke chapter 10, read from verse 17. You didn't bring the Bible this place, we carry the Bible, we study the Bible, the Bible is our textbook, okay so when I come to church, bring the Bible and bring a notebook and bring a pen, okay verse 17 then the 70 returned with joy saying, Lord even the demons are subject to us in your name and he said to them I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven behold I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you. Rather, rejoice because your names are written in heaven. In that hour, Jesus rejoiced in the spirit and said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and the prudent, and have revealed them to babies. Even so, Father, for so it seemed good in your sight, all things have been delivered to me by my Father, and no one knows who the Son is except the Father. And who the father is except the son and the one to whom the son wills to reveal him then he turned to his disciples and said privately blessed are the eyes which see the things that you see for I tell you that many prophets and kings have desired to see what you see and have not seen it and to hear what you hear and have not Heard it. There's something about demonology that we need, we need, we need to experience to understand the fullness of the mind of God, to understand His power. And that is why we are going through this series. The essence is not to give you knowledge about demons. No, 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 we are not interested in that. But it's for you to, for your eyes to be open to see the spiritual realm that we deal with, that we live in. The power of God. The power of the name of Jesus. The power that we have as God's children. The privilege that we have to have His word, Jesus said, "Blessed are you that you see these things." We read about people like Elijah, Moses, and we read about some of the miracles and the experiences that they had with God. And sometimes we envy them, isn't it? do. sometimes I wish me too, I could do some of the things that Elijah, Moses, and God did. But Jesus said. Even they, they wished they had seen and experienced the, sins that, the things that the disciples were experiencing. And mind you, at this stage, the disciples were not yet experienced in dealing with demons, they were not yet experienced in preaching the Word of God. They were, they were still in Jesus' Bible school, they were still learning to understand the kingdom. They were still learning to understand the power. And then Jesus gave them some tutorials. Gave them some practicals to go and do. And when they went to do the practicals and they came back and said, wow, Charlie, I didn't know I had power. You must experience the power of God to know that you, even you, you carry the power of God. Small as you are, inexperienced as you are, you carry The power of God. And Jesus said, I beheld Satan fall. I was there when he fell. He made an attempt and he could not succeed. So don't be afraid. I give you power to tread over serpents and over scorpions and over every power of the devil and nothing, nothing will hurt you. I don't know how many of you are still afraid of demons or witches or whatever, whatever, whatever you name it. I remember when I was a student, I used to fear this is bizarre. I mean, I was afraid. I think I mentioned it in one of the series. I was literally afraid. Even after I got born again, I was still afraid. Like many of you, you are born again, but you are still afraid. How many of you identify with me? You are born again. You know you are born again, but somehow you are still afraid. If you are not raising your hand, you are telling lies. You know you are afraid. <laughs> you want to deal with that fear and get that fear out of you. I was afraid. And many of you are still afraid. It's not unusual to be afraid. And that is why you must take the word to know who we are in Christ. What we have in the Word and how the devil cannot touch us if we do the right things. Today, I want to talk briefly about the characteristics of demons. I want to repeat demons are not fallen angels, they are two different spirit beings. In fact, when you read or study the Bible for yourself, take note of this word, spirits, or the spirits. Just take note of that word. Anytime you see that word, spirits, or the spirits, in the context, it's referring to demons. Angels are never referred to as spirits, or the spirits. They are referred to as angels. Take notes. When you do your personal study, just take notes. Angels generally are heaven bound. They operate from the heavenly realm. Remember, we talked about the second heavens. In fact, the fallen angels, they dare, they dare not approach the first heaven. I mean, the, the, the third heaven. They can't. I mean, they've been bound from there. There's no way they can enter there. The cherubs are too strong for them. They can't enter there. Demons, on the other hand, are earth-bound, they operate on earth. Angels have bodies; they may have different types of bodies. Anytime you read a scripture and you read of an angel, you don't, you don't. Even though they are spirits. Good. When I, I'm using the word spirit here, I'm talking about general, generally generally talking about just like you two, you are also a spirit, okay? God is a spirit and we are all spirits. Okay. But when angels appear, they always appear in a body form. Some of the body forms are a little weird and appear funny, but there's always a body. If you want to see them in visions, it's always they always have a body. Demons, this cannot be shown in scripture. It's one of the things which is difficult to explain. But theologians are generally agree that demons are disembodied spirits. In other words, they are spirits that don't have a body. I can't give you any scripture to prove this. That they used to have bodies and now they don't have bodies. Just like I cannot prove to you that uh, where demons came from. Okay, it's one of the things which have been hidden in the word of God. It's not there. So, anybody who tells you anything is a lie. It's not scripture. It's not a scripture. But they are disembodied spirits and they yearn to have a body. They yearn to be in a body. They always want to be in a body. That one I can show you from scripture, and that's what we're looking at today. They yearn to be in a body, and they operate from a body. They cannot operate without a body. If you look in the Bible, there are
1: several
0: instances where people had angelic encounters. Angels visited human beings and human beings saw angels. Sometimes they didn't even know that they were angels. Later on, they got to know. But there's not a single instance in Scripture where we are told that human beings encountered demons. Not a single instance. The only instance where demons are encountered, it happens when they are encountered because they live in people. I want to make that point very clear. In scripture, there are several instances of human beings having angelic encounters, meeting with angels, maybe sometimes for short periods. Never do we read of any human encountering a demon spirit. Whenever there's a demonic encounter, it's always because the demon lived in a being, in a body. And that's how the encounter happened. In Scripture, there are three key words we talked about, some of them earlier on, that are used to describe demons demon or the de, demoniac or panera and uh, whenever you use the word panera it's actually referring to evil spirits or simply spirits and then we have akatata <laughs> alright it's okay these are unclean spirits or sometimes referred to as foul spirits. It's, you may not understand the significance of these things until you start doing proper study of demons that you understand. And if you want to grow in effectiveness in dealing with demons, you need to study and understand these things. But for now, just know that they're all demons. Okay. But there are different types of demons. Just like we have different types of angels, there are also different types of demons.
2: Okay.
0: Uh, <clears throat> Alright, let's leave it for, for now. In Acts chapter 23, verse 8... A very popular passage that brought about confusion between the Pharisees and the Sadducees, because the Pharisees did not the Sadducees they did not believe in spirits, they don't believe in demons, they don't believe in angels. But the Pharisees did. And both sides also did not agree with Jesus. So when the subject of spirits came up, the Pharisees and the Sadducees now started fighting among themselves. Because of their doctrine. The Sadducees claim that there's no resurrection. There are no angels and there are no spirits. That's what they believe. Meanwhile, the Pharisees believe both of them. That's some of the doctrinal problems that they had in the Old Testament. Now, Demons, they are living beings. They are real. They have a mind. They have a personality of their own. They have a will just like us. And they are committed to working for Satan. Satan is their master. And they work to oppose anything that is God, anything from God, and anything that advances the welfare and well-being of humans. No wonder Jesus said, cast them out. If you don't, they can mess you up. And more especially, if you are not digging deep into the word, obeying the word, and living by the word. Next week would we'll treat what I consider the most important um, message in this series. And please, those of you who have been running shift, don't miss next week. How demons enter. Let's turn to Matthew chapter 12. Matthew 12. When an unclean spirit goes out of a man, he goes through dry places, seeking rest, and finds none. Then he says, I will return to my house from which I came. And When he comes and he finds it empty, swept, and put in order, then he goes and takes with him seven other spirits, more wicked than himself and they enter and dwell there and the last state of the man is worse than the first so shall it also be with this wicked generation this is Jesus speaking giving us some insight of characteristics of demons We already mentioned that demons are earthbound and they operate in the earth realm through other beings. We see from the scripture that we just read that demons move. They travel, they roam. They move from place to place. Verse 43. When the spirit goes out of a man, he goes through dry places. He moves around. The spirit moves around apparently as if it's aimless but he's moving, just moving from place to place. And what do you think he's looking for? He's looking for a body to dwell dwelling. in. They are restless without a body. Point number two. These spirits, they are intelligent beings. The Bible says that when they move from place to place, they, they look for rest. They seek rest. They, they are able to look out for things, they are able to look out for places. They are intelligent. The Bible also tells us that they, they, they get tired, they get weary. After they move around for so long, they can get tired. And that's one of the differences between demons and angels. Angels don't get tired. They have certain supernatural strength. But demons, they get tired. They can grow weak. And they can become, as it were, useless. It's important to remember this. When you start learning to cast out demons, they can pretend. They are liars. They'll deceive you. They'll make you think that what you are doing, you are not having any effect on them. And they are not going anywhere. They have a right with them, so they're staying. They're not going. You can't get them out. And it's important to remember the power that you have in the name of Jesus. And also, it's important to remember to persist. Because as you persist, they get weary, they get weak, they get tired. And they have to obey. But if they play their tricks on you and you give him, you weaken your belief in the power of God, in the word of God. And they have their own way. So remember this. Demons are able to see. The Bible says that, I mean, when they go around and they don't get an alternative body to dwell in, and they come back, they know. That's the smart thing about demons that we are so ignorant about. They know. You see, when the Bible says a demon is goes out of somebody. We are talking about deliverance from the power and effect of demons. When demons have been cast out of you, your life becomes like a void. Listen to this very carefully. Your life is empty. And some of you I know, some demons are going to be cast out in the next few weeks. You become free Some of you that struggles with fornication, all this is because of demons. Some of you lying, stealing, sickness, laziness, stubbornness at home—all this is our works of you. We understand better next week. When the demons are cast out of you, you become empty. You become like a vacuum. Listen very carefully here. That vacuum needs to be replaced. With the word of God, if the Word of God does not fill that vacuum to, to to develop faith in you and confidence in God, when the demons come back, they see and they know we are you they are not even aware. You just know that now you're free. We are free from stealing. Uh, we are free from fornication, and you see, it's only for a short period. During that short period, for the rest of your life, you need to refill your life. You need to replenish your life with the Word of God. If you don't, the demons will come back and said, "Ah, the place is neat. It's clean. The hotel room is still available." We understand better as we move on. The demon will not just come in. The Bible says he goes to look for seven other demons, more wicked than him. So be careful when you are delivered from demons. If you don't order your life right with the Word of God, you will be in a worse state than you were in. And I've seen it happen a couple of times. So, demons see, and they can speak. They can speak. Like we said, they also have a personality of their own. it's difficult to teach and talk about these things, but I pray that we all go to the school of Jesus, get some tutorials, and then we'll grow in these things and begin to understand how these things work. They have personality. They have a mind. They can take decisions. And the personality defines how the demons operate in different people. That's why some people, it leads them to armed robbery. Some people, it leads them to prostitution. For some people, they behave like animals under certain situations. For some people, they have a strong lust feeling. For some people, it's homosexuality. It's because the personality of these demons. They have a personality and they can decide. The demon said, I will go back. And he went back and he saw the place clean. He took a decision. He went back to get some more. They can think through things. They, are, they they have intelligence, they are wise. And they do remember. They remember that you were the one who possessed. You were the one I used to leave in because you did something, something, whatever. And then you were free. And then he didn't do your quiet time. You are not studying the Bible. He see that place is clean. He goes to bring some more wicked spirits. You see, they, 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 they are so smart. They know that the first time they came, there were not many and they were cleared very easily. And demons, and they know how to network. So they go and look for some strategic partners, more wicked, stronger than themselves, Because the place is free and they come and make their home there. And then your situation is always worse than it was before. Demons are very determined beings. They are stubborn and they they obey their master ruthlessly. I wish we could have this attitude of demons as Christians. That we obey God ruthlessly. So determined. So persuaded about who God is, that we we'll give our all for Him, even if we have to die in the process. So, for the slightest inconvenience, then we go back. Small hamatan, you can't come to church early. Ally. Uh, the late converts. Demons are strategic. They plan, they think ahead, and then they make their move to consolidate their position because they don't want to be disembodied. You remember what happened when Jesus cast out those uh, uh, demons from the uh, those legion of demons uh, from the madman at uh, Gadarenes? In fact, the demons ask "I mean, okay." I'm not running ahead of myself. Demons serve and worship the devil. Again, it's not clear from Scripture how Satan and his angels came to link up with demons and form another strategic kingdom. It's not clear from Scripture. But practically And from scripture, it's quite clear that there's a network of operations between demons and the fallen angels and they work together for Satan to achieve their purposes. When Satan appears to be successful, they are happy. They rejoice in that. Their aim is to carry out their master's wishes and his orders. And I can tell you, just like how God's kingdom is structured, the devil's network is also highly structured. Demons operate under certain strategic networks to affect nations. So when we pray for our country, for example, we need to address some of these demons. Demons. The spirits that control our country and declare God's word over the land. They also undermine the work of the church because the church works against them. They know that the church has power to make them ineffective. So, they will always find ways and means to undermine the power of the church. Have you noticed that difficult to talk about demonology in churches. Have you noticed that? How many times have we heard a sermon on demons? But they are real. And in fact, Jesus' command to us, go preach, heal the sick, cast out demons. So why aren't we taught about how to cast out demons? Why aren't we taught about how to heal? If that is the primary instruction that Jesus gave us. Have you noticed that people that are involved in the power ministries, casting out of demons, working miracles, they always come under criticism. Both from the church and outside the church. I have decided to stop criticizing. I used to, I have criticized a lot myself too. I was just, Isn't that now I was discussing during the week or something last week? That's, there are some things which happen in church or in a certain part of the body of Christ. You don't understand it, then you start criticizing it because you don't experience it. Oh yes, the, I mean, Bible gives us some guidelines as to how to check and how to know and advise ourselves who to follow and who not to follow. How to know what is right and what is not right. But being judgmental and being overly critical, let's leave that to God. Somebody raised hands and said, "We are pushing the people down." If somebody's laying hands and pushing the people down, teach me the right way to lay hands. And let me see the impact of the word of God when you lay hands. But when you criticize and you don't show me the right way, I have a question mark on that. People do things and begin to criticize, ah, this is not biblical. So, what is biblical? We had a very interesting uh, discussion on our chat group uh, this week. I mean, it was such an uh, exciting—I can see some of my class members smiling already because it was a a very, very good discussion. And at a point, there was an issue of—I don't want to digress too much—but there was an issue of people doing certain things, apparently in ministry. And then other people criticizing them and say, no, this person is not a Christian or you shouldn't do this. I have seen a lot in my short years of working with the Lord. It's very easy to move from revival to traditionalism. Very easy. I can tell you, ICGC, for example. Auntie Bridget was there in the very beginnings. I have, I have seen ICGC born and grow. Some of you don't yet know the nature of ICGs, You are still learning. And Doc is trying hard to establish certain structures to remind us of who we are, what we do, and why we do what we do. Some of us we have never seen Dr. Ottawa pray some dimensions of prayer before. Right? Some of us if we if we watch Dr. Ottawa pray some way, we will slide. Because we we'll begin to criticize him. Doc, this is not how you pray. You understand what I'm talking about? Or you don't understand what I'm talking about? Learn not to criticize. Ask God to help you to understand. Today, Uncle Desmond, this ask how many of us invited somebody to Christ? I mean, to church. Let me ask you another question. How many of us talked to somebody about Jesus during the week? How many of us prayed? No, don't show me your hands. How many of us prayed for somebody during the week? How many of us thought about somebody who is not born again during the week? I think we are all of us. We move with them. We are friends with them. We chat, we go to school, we sit in the same classroom. And we know that if they stay in that state, they are going to hell. Is that correct? And somehow we are not bothered. Jesus said we must go. In fact, Jesus' primary instruction is to us is not to go and invite people to church it's good to invite people to church but you must have a new lifestyle of going to unbelievers yes we should not be unequally you should not you should not be intimate with them but you must build bridges to them you must be their friends if you're not their friends how can you talk to them don't listen to you Let me not dwell too much on this point. But demons work to undermine. I will not be surprised if some of you are even criticizing me for talking about demons. No, no, I won't be surprised. It does not surprise me at all. It's, it's not you. It's the demon that you are aligned to manipulate you. It's not laughing at all. You must get serious to know how to deal with... Sometimes you don't even need to be prayed for for deliverance. But if you know how to get into the word, soaking the word, soaking yourself in prayer and all that, you can even be delivered without anybody laying hands on you. You can even get delivered without even thinking about deliverance because that is what the word of God does for us. Demons also specifically attack Christians. Don't be fooled for when we were much younger, we were deceived, even many Christians were deceived, and it was a doctrine at the time that demons cannot emphasis on cannot possess Christians. At that time, we didn't know much about deliverance and the activities of demons. But as the Lord has opened our minds and given us all kinds of experiences as we believe the word of God, many people have rethought their doctrine again. And now among Christians, it's fairly agreed that demons can operate in Christians. I don't intend to prove to anybody but we can prove from scripture with strong inferences that demons can possess Christians people make arguments like how can the Holy Spirit and demons dwell in the same place how can they live in one house When Jesus was on earth, he was God, right? He was God and he still is God, isn't it? Do you have any doubts? You know that in heaven there are no demons, right? Demons cannot enter there, even if they wish to. The place is so holy, no sin, no unholiness can be tolerated there. Is that correct? When Jesus was on earth, he was full of holiness, isn't it? I mean, you you cannot understand or fathom the holiness of Jesus Christ, right? And on earth, there were plenty of demons, isn't it? Yes, the holy Jesus, he lived on earth with these demons. How can a holy God live on earth with demons? Have you thought about it before? Don't be fooled into thinking that demons... In fact, I'll select some, some, some specific videos to make you see how demons can use you without you even being aware that you are possessed by them. But you don't need to be afraid. What you need to do is to get into the word. That's the only way you are safe. Demons will work to make sure that they punish Satan's enemies. It it appears funny. But you see, we'll talk more about this next week. But they can only do this if you give them the opportunity. And I tell you, if you give devils the opportunity, the things that they will do to you, they are merciless. They have the ability to do extraordinary things. Things that are beyond human ability. In fact, they have such great strength. You see some small little girl possessed of demons and our five big men cannot hold her. If I should just twist herself and all the big men were flying about, where did she get that energy from? You tell me that is not in the Bible. The, the madman at gatherings who was living in the tombs that God delivered when he met Jesus. What does the Bible say about him? They said they tied him with chains. You know what a chain is? Iron. If you have done some small chemistry, you know what iron is. Why did they tie him with chains? Because rope did not have strength to, to contain him. And even the, the chains. He tore the chains. What kind of strength is that? I mean, I've seen some strange things um, when people have been uh, possessed with demons. And some of them can be very strange. So, be ready for all kinds of strange things when this things happened. But don't be afraid. they also attack all human beings See, their, their aim is to make sure that you don't believe the word of god whether you're a believer or an unbeliever their aim is to make sure that you don't believe the word of god See, the bible jesus said the devil comes to steal to kill and to destroy he will steal from you 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 pull you back you try to destroy you and if he can't kill you i mean anything to make sure that you're not reconciled to god and if you are reconciled to him They'll undermine your reconciliation, they'll undermine your faith, they'll undermine your belief system until you begin to disbelieve, and out of your disobedience, you open room for them, and then they enter. And when they enter, they'll make you do more wicked things. We'll talk about that next week. And then they'll go and bring down more demons to come and cause more havoc to the point that now. Your life is so messed up, you look at yourself and you even wonder whether you're a Christian. And some of us, I'm sure, wonder whether we are Christians. Some of us, some of the bad things that we do, we, we look at us, ah, why do I continue doing these things? You know it is wrong. But somehow you can't stop. You're a Christian, you come to church. But every boy you meet, you want to sleep with him. And you don't understand. You understand yourself. You're a Christian, a prayer warrior. But every lady you see, you want to touch. And you know it is, it's no laughing matter. You know it's wrong. You, you want to stop, but it appears you cannot help yourself. I'm counseling a very difficult situation now where there's a certain young man. He's growing, He's growing in age and He's, he's ready for marriage but now he's very it difficult to marry because he was in a relationship for a very long time and then for some reason the relationship broke up, it didn't work out now he finds it so difficult to trust ladies I mean he has moved with so many ladies but I mean he just cannot trust them anymore you think it's for nothing Demons are intelligent and they are strategic. They plan. So we Christians need to be wise. The only weapon that God has given us the word of God in the name of Jesus Christ. Let's hold on to it. They are very well organized and they understand authority. They understand the hierarchy and I can tell you, they understand Christian Authority and hierarchy more than we do. They know the power in the name of Jesus and they don't want to hear it. They understand the role of angels in our lives and unfortunately we don't. They know the protection that we have in the Lord and they know how we are protected. So they try to get us out of those and once we leave the protection of God, then they can have their way. Demons are extremely legalistic. Uncle Desmond will understand this better than us. By the way, God is also legalistic. When we say God is legalistic, you see, he has his constitution. He has his word. He has his principles. Have you ever thought to yourself, why didn't God just take me to heaven when I died? Why does God allow me to go through difficulties? Why does God allow me to go through poverty? Why does God allow me to fail my exams? Why do these things happen to me? The prophet said, my people perish for lack of vision, for lack of knowledge. We don't know. We don't know God's word. We don't know what he has in store for us. And so sometimes we go through some of these things. Jesus said, knock, and it will be open. Seek, you will find. Ask. It will be given. We don't knock. We don't seek. We don't ask. And we say we are children of God. I'm a friend of God. This is my friend. There's a way to walk in that friendship. In the word of God. In order to experience his abundance, his blessing, and his goodness. That's why the word of God is so, so, so important there's nothing we can do we can succeed without the word of God when demons you know I'm tempted to start going to nursing when demons have a right in your life and when we say right we give them that right we all know the biggest right that um, demons and the devil have in our life it all happened in the garden of Eden simple disobedience. Look at all the mess we find ourselves in. All of us, including myself, we blame Adam and Eve, isn't it? Blame yourself. Look at the plenty disobediences you are doing today. Your own, in your own life, is worse than Adam and Eve. That's why some of us go through some of the things that we go through. We don't need to go through some of them. There are some of them that God uses to teach us some lessons. But a lot of times, we give the devil a foothold in our lives. Demons sometimes, depending on their personality, can behave like animals. I told you about that aristocratic lady who was behaving like a wild dog. I mean, it's just crazy. I mean, nice lady dress. When, when you see the lady, you not know, this one is uh, it's a dadabayish uh, wife and lady and you see the husband standing by her. But when the demon started manifesting, started barking like a wild dog. You, you were even afraid to hold her. Wild dog. Those of you who has come the last two years, you saw that our friend. I mean, it, if we were close enough. I mean, the guy was behaving like a tiger. To be honest, let me confess. At the stage, I mean, when he was crawling, and coming, I, was, I was a little afraid. And I had to, then I had to come back to say, "Charlie, I had the power of Jesus. But, you see, some of, this, 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 some of these spirits, they, they acquire some of these characteristics based on their personality or where they have been before. For example, if a, if, a, if a demon has dwelt in a lion before, it can develop lion tendencies. When they come to dwell in you, when they manifest, they can make you behave like a lion. Okay? Don't ask me for scripture. I don't have any scripture. Okay? Now, um, I was going to say something. I just forgot. It's okay. Um, the characteristics make they make you do some of the things that you do that you don't like. Earlier we talked about how that spirit who left went and brought several more wicked spirits. Demons are strategic and they know that they cannot stand alone. So they network to make their ground stronger so that they can stay when they survive for them to go. Demons are also secretive. They don't want to leave the body. And this is the thing that is often difficult to understand about demonology. Have you noticed that sometimes, and we'll see it very soon in this church, sometimes you come to church and you see faces of nice people, including myself. We're all looking nice. Nice boys and nice girls, isn't it? But then suddenly, somebody with a strong anointing comes and is teaching, maybe teaching even some other not even teaching about demons. Then all of a sudden, nice boys and nice ladies, they begin to behave like something else. Ask yourself, why is it that they don't always behave with those other characters all the time? Demons will always try to hide because they don't want to leave your body and they don't want you to know that they are there so that they can stay. And that's why you must get into the Word of God, believe God's Word, get freedom, walk in freedom, stay in the Word that you don't give any room for any of them to hide anywhere. And whenever the, ma- the, name, the mention of the name of Jesus is done in faith, they have to bow, they have no choice to bow. Certain classes of demons have specific assignments. Some of them are for specific sicknesses. For example, you can have some demons that operate and give hypertension and that's all they do. There's some demons that operate on the limbs and they give you limb sicknesses. When the demon is cut out, whatever is wrong with that limb just gets straightened out. Some of them will just make you lie. You will lie like the devil himself. Even when you are caught red-handed, he said, "No, no, it's not what you, it's not what you think." Some of them they work on our minds, and some of them work on the emotions. I watched a video of a, a very nice lady, a very nice Nigerian lady, who was doing her—is it a master's or a doctorate in the UK? What is the lady? I mean, you can't believe that such a person has a demon. She looked too ladylike to have a demon, but she had mental problems not all mental problems are ordinary problems oh. and then she was going through a lot of medication seeing several top, top class psycholo- uh, psychiatrists in the UK and then at a special prayer service she got delivered and then she began to tell her story and when you listen to the story it's so pathetic Sad, but at the same time, it teaches and shows you how bad things can happen to us out of ignorance. I'm trying not to go into next week, but some of the I feel tempted to sometimes move there. How many of you have heard about Denise Williams? You're not current, Graha. you ever heard about Denise Williams? The lady who uh, led uh, R&M group to win the Voodoo Icon about uh, three or four years ago. Oh, oh teenagers. Alright, okay. Demons know their end. They know where they, they are going finally. We Christians must know where we are going Finally. And a lot of times, we need to remind the devil where his end is. We need to remind demons where their end is. When the demons met Jesus, they asked him, have you come to send us to our place before our time? They know. They know scripture. They know that one day, they'll be tied there forever. And they say, it's not your time. You can't, you can't send us there. The negotiator of Jesus, I don't know why Jesus agreed, but the negotiator of Jesus, Jesus please, send us to the pigs. let us be knowledgeable in the scriptures. Demons even know better than us and it's sad. They know and they hate scripture because they know what scripture does to them. A lot of times when you are dealing with demons you quote scripture to them. Just quote scripture to them. And one of the things that, and that's why I keep encouraging us to learn to hear God's voice for ourselves. One of the keys to dealing with demons is to hear the voice of God. And as you shout, in the name of Jesus, come out! In the name of Jesus, come out! In the name of Jesus, come, out, in the of Jesus, come out, be there. In the name of Jesus, come out! And they're not coming out. You know what we talk about? The fact that they are legalistic. And next week, we'll understand how some of these legalistic things work. They have a legal right. They have a right to be there. And until you deal with the legal rights. Don't move. Go and ask Uncle Desmond. He'll teach you more. If I have a right to something, no matter what you do, take me to the highest court, the the court would acknowledge that right. Even God himself will acknowledge that right. So we have to undermine their rights, why they are there. A lot of times we have to use scripture And unfortunately, also, sometimes, some of the reasons why some of us go through some of the things we go through has nothing to do with us. But unfortunately, we are going through it. And that's why we need to get to the word of God and get free. Sometimes, our parents. And those of us who are parents were not born again at the time we were born, Please engage them in discussions. Try to find out how they lived and the circumstances under which we were born. It will help you. Sometimes it's because of the village we come from. Our names have been taken to some places sometimes by our parents, our great-grandparents, or the village chief and whether we like it or not, our names have been declared over the gods to protect us and so on and so forth. Oh yes, I, we believe that the word of God frees us. When you are born again, you are a brand new creature. But sometimes, we need to deal with some of the roots and linkages that we have made to have without our knowledge. Why is it that in Scripture where we are being asked to pray for the land, we confess the sins of our fathers if it doesn't have any effect on us today. We need to break away from everything known or unknown. We speak it just like how words were spoken and were tied. We also speak words and untie ourselves and to hook ourselves to Jesus Christ and make sure that we remain hooked there so we don't have any right in our lives. Let me briefly say a few things about how we can stay protected from demons. And then the next two is maybe we'll spend some more time to talk about this and then we'll spend some time to pray. Ephesians 4.27 says, give no place to the devil. Don't give him place. Give room for Jesus. Don't give the devil any room. How do we give the devil room whenever we disobey? When we disobey God, we give the devil a legal right into our lives. It's difficult to understand this because scripture doesn't explain it how could god have explained to adam and eve that they, the day you eat that fruit and disobey me you lose my nature you lose my power you lose the dominion you have you lose so many things it doesn't make doesn't make sense but god is legalistic And that is why Jesus had to come. Jesus is referred to as the second Adam. He had to come and show us how to live as people of God. He came and did it to perfection. He lived as a human being, even though he was totally God. He lived as a human being, telling them that it is possible. To live a life of righteousness. So we talk to young people, and almost everybody is sleeping with boys and girls. I mean, it's it's it's, it's, it's so it's become so normal. It's rare for. Ask yourself. Don't raise your hands, but ask yourself in your heart. Are you a virgin? What things have you been doing? Answer to yourself. some time ago, I mean, it was it was rare to hear that a Christian has gone to fornicate. But today, it is rare to hear that a Christian is a virgin. It shouldn't be. Jesus came to show us how to live. We can live above this flesh if we stay in the word of God. It's possible. You see, it's more of a mindset Everybody is doing it. Everybody has been programmed to do it. And if you keep listening, please don't miss next week. If you keep putting yourself in that program, you will follow along. It will appear as if it is impossible to live without sex. Why is possible? God gives us the ability to live right. And Jesus showed us how to do it. You think Jesus committed fornication. He didn't. Anyway, Jesus came, showed us how to live and on the cross the Bible says that all our sin was put upon him and God could not behold the sin your sin, my sin for the first time in his life he felt the separation from the Godhead and he cried my God, my God why have you forsaken me? But that is the reason why Jesus came. He carried our sin on the cross. And the Bible says, he took all the curse of the law and our sin, our sicknesses, our sorrow upon himself. And he died. And dealt with sin. And the Bible tells us that he made a public show of the devil. It's a whole whole sermon on this server. I don't want to digress too much into that. Bible tells us that when Jesus died, he descended into hell. And it's one of the things which it's, last week I, I I I think I was led to skip it. I overlooked it. But Jesus went to hell. There's some other scriptures that make us understand some of the things that happened um, when Jesus went to hell. Ephesians tells us that he took captivity captive. All those who were in paradise Jesus collected all of them. He said, oh yeah, it is finished. We are going. He took all of them. The Bible says that the graves were open and dead men came out alive. And they walked into the city. I don't know why it's only Matthew who recorded this. Last week I told you about how God brought about the flood because of the angels who invaded earth to make sure that Jesus didn't come. But he came. from paradise. Jesus went to Tartarus and met those. The Bible says that you see, he went to hell and preached to those who were there. Again, I don't want to digress too much. But he didn't go to preach to them for them to get born again. The devil heard God say in the garden that the seed of man, the woman, will bruise your head. So the devil did everything he could to make sure that the seed did not come. He tried to wipe out the seed of mankind. But God kept Noah. And God wiped out all those people because of the invasion of the, the angels. And the Bible says he went to hell and declared, I made it. Devil. You wanted to destroy the seed of man? And I, I came to declare to you that God kept his seed. I came. And the Bible says that, you see, the first Adam failed, but the second Adam, and remember, on the cross, God left Jesus. He was separated from the Godhead. So when, the, the devil, when Jesus went into hell, he went there as a human being. He went there as a second Adam. And the Bible says he took the keys of death and hell from the devil and declared to them, I have made it. Your time of judgment is coming. And then he took captivity captive and led trains along with him and then he gave gifts unto men. And the Bible says, don't give the devil any legal right anymore. The second Adam did what the first Adam could not do. If we fail this time, there's no hope for us. Who is going to come to deliver us again? One of the most frightening things I find personally in the Bible is what happens when Jesus comes to reign on this earth. You know that Jesus comes to reign on the earth in the future? For a thousand years. You've read that before. The Bible says that the, all the angels and all will be locked up. And for a thousand years, there will be righteousness, there will be peace, there will be order. The frightening thing. And I don't know why God decided to do this, but He must have a reason. After a thousand years, the devil and the, the demons will be released again. He, God, I'm have to understand after such a peaceful time of righteousness, you release them to tempt us again, that is another deep sea. We will not venture into that. We have this great promise. Jesus said he's given us power to tread over serpents and scorpions and nothing shall hurt us. We can tread over all the power of the evil one. Let us walk in this promise. Don't allow the devil into your life is most more disobedience Psalm 91 tells us that thou shalt tread upon the lion and the adder and the young ladder and the dragon you shall, tr- shall, tr- shall trample under their feet you see demon spirits they also manifest as different kinds of animals even though Jesus talked about serpents and scorpions there are other kinds of animals And the psalmist says we will trample upon all of them and do not harm us. Those of us who were in church last two weeks. Learn to stay in the secret place of God. The word of God. That is the way to keep yourself protected from these forces that we don't see and don't know too much about. That should be our concern. Our concern should not be what is happening in the spirit world. Our concern is how we Stay under the canopy of God, under his protection, through the word of God. It doesn't matter how young we are, it doesn't matter how inexperienced we are in the word, it doesn't matter how the the stage of our Christian growth, but when we stay in the word, we are kept safe. I think we need to pause here for today. Give the devil no foothold don't allow him give your all to God let's give our all to God I don't know what your condition is like today and how satisfied you are with your work with God time that you spent in his word I you serious with his word or you treat his, you treat his word anyhow and only run to him where you are in trouble you can avoid trouble by staying in his word you can live the miraculous life in fact that's the kind of life God wants us to live he said the devil comes to steal to kill and to destroy but I came that you have life and have it more abundantly Jesus cannot die for me and then I'll continue to go through some of the things I go through and the devil will still be tossing me left and right. I mean, it's not fair. I will be very wicked if I allow the devil to toss me left and right when Jesus came and shed his blood to deal with him for me. I want us to bow our head this morning and talk to God about our commitment to him. to God about your life. As power in the blood of Jesus Christ to forgive us and cleanse us of every unrighteousness. Any way we have gone we God is able to restore us and to keep us safe from the devil. We will not have any doubt that all power belongs to us because Jesus won the victory for us and gave us the power. There is power in the blood of Jesus Christ to cleanse us and to sustain us, to keep us close to God all the days of our life. we don't need to be afraid of demons the demons fear the name of jesus they fear the power and the blood of jesus god is our father he will keep us he will protect us he will not allow any harm to come away if we stay close to him in his word thank you Lord if you're not sure about your commitment to him to God rededicate yourself this morning and say Lord I'm sorry for my waywardness I confess my waywardness forgive me and take all of me Use me in any way you will. Keep me safe from the evil one and his agents. We will walk in power, the power of God. We will stay strong in his word. To me, war. To me, war. To me, war. Jesus, more, more.
1: To me, war. To me, war. To me, war.
0: Jesus, more
1: To me,
0: one. To me, There's power in the blood of Jesus. To me, there, the there is power in the blood of Jesus.
2: There is power in
0: the blood of Jesus.
2: There is healing in the blood of
0: Jesus. There is wholeness in the blood of Jesus. There is deliverance in the blood of
1: Jesus. time anymore not to be more 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 not to be one under the covering of the blood
0: of Jesus this morning there is power in the blood of Jesus power to heal every sickness power to deliver you from every afar spirit power to make you stay clear of the power of
2: evil there is power in the name of Jesus
1: There is power at the name of Jesus. Every knee shall bow. in the word of God. There is power at the name of Jesus.
0: Every knee shall bow. It's a very simple song. In the word of God, there is power. At the name name of Jesus,
3: every
1: knee shall bow. At the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow.
0: In the word of God, In the
1: name of Jesus,
2: every
1: knee shall bow, hallelujah, in the word of God.
0: Open your mouth and begin to speak in tongues. If you speak in tongues. Cover yourself with the blood of Jesus. Make a declaration that the word of God shall be your covering. You stay in the word. You read the word. You obey the word. You live by the word. You do what it says. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Remember Jesus says I give you power to tread over serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the evil one and nothing shall hurt you. You don't need to be afraid of demons. You don't need to be afraid of their power. Hold on to Jesus. Hold on to his word. Trust the Lord with all your heart. Stay in his word. Stay under his canopy. Stay under his banner. Stay under his love and nothing shall hurt you. Nothing shall by any means hurt you. Mama, mama, la para ba 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 hashada la makarob robo suda ayeke besota rapede de messi dal yando robo shuda ayeke mekentelele memela robo suha lipada la mama kabara mama mosere bebere bi yando robo sone rapiki anda la hasa tarama shiri yando robo suande ibaba ba 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 anda la mama lipare bebele memesse lima raba mama 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 kaba raba mama 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 lima detep kiri odosot tadi pada ika baba zatana mama kazar yang dileme sirion doshti bira besar rapi kadeleme sete leme sete leme bebe leme bebe leme bebe rapi Lima deret berber berber ya dulu bosu anda kapar mama rantai deret mian dalam asyik ramakap sonda ramakuan dalamahai lele bersiri ikarian dalam apa prada dalamah mantor babose tiri lele bersir apa rokas Rendele lele bersita bi cara dalamah asyik deret mian dosanya Have power in the name of Jesus. Jesus said, Behold, I give you power to tread over serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the evil one. I give you power. I give you power. You would not be afraid of that, you will trample over them, and they will not hurt you. I give you power to cast them out cast them out of your life cast them out of lives of others i give you power i want us to declare that we have power over the devil just say it say it with your own in your own way that i have power over the devil i have power over the devil in the name of jesus I have power over the devil in the name of Jesus. I have power over the devil in the name of Jesus. I have power over the devil in the name of Jesus. I have power over every demon in the name of Jesus. I have power over the devil in the name of Jesus. I have power over every animal spirit, every false spirit, every wicked spirit. Any kind of demon spirit, I have power for them in the name of Jesus. I have power for them in the name of Jesus. I have power for them in the name of Jesus. I have power for them in the name of Jesus. I have power for them in the name of Jesus. I have
3: power for them in the name of Jesus. Malala Papa I have power over all and the power of the devil. I will trample over them and they shall not hurt me in any way. I will turn over serpents. I will turn over scorpions. I will turn over the adder. I will turn over the young lion. I will turn over the old lion. And it shall not hurt me in any way. In the name of Jesus.
0: All power belongs to Jesus. All power belongs to my Lord. And now I belong to Jesus.
1: This power belongs to me. All power belongs to Jesus. All power belongs to my Lord. And now I belong to Jesus. This power belongs to me. Be all
0: your feet, please. And make these declarations. You have all power in the Our name of Jesus. Every Lord. power in the name of and Jesus. Heaven's peace Jesus. on your behalf. You move, the power, like you move the, power power the
3: power of Jesus. You move the power
1: in the power
0: of Jesus.
1: Our power belongs to Jesus. Our power belongs to my Lord. And now I belong to Jesus. This power belongs to me. All power belongs to Jesus. All power belongs to my Lord.
2: And power belongs to Jesus. This power belongs to me.
1: Our power belongs to Jesus. All power belongs to my Lord.
2: And now I belongs to Jesus. This power belongs
1: to
0: me. I wanted to hold the hands of somebody. We are going to pray together that the power of God that we have been given will be made manifest in our lives and in this church. We will not hear bad testimonies. We will only hear good testimonies. Every work of the evil one, we shall trample on the left and cast them out in the name of Jesus. Begin to pray now. Begin to pray. As a church, it must be a church of power. A church that knows the power of Jesus Christ. A church that knows the power of heaven. Jesus said, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. God is building a city. A city of Christians that know the power of God. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against the city of God. Learn all of us... No weapon fashioned against us shall prosper. This is our inheritance. It's our heritage. No weapon fashioned against us will prosper because Jesus has given us power to
3: trample over every power of the evil one and nothing shall by enemies means hate us. This is our Lord. This is God's promise to us. In anybody, as a result of any demons, in the name of Jesus, we command them out. In the name of Jesus, we command them out. Every chronic disease, every hereditary disease, in the name of Jesus, out, out. out. chain. Every chain is broken. In the name of Jesus. We break every chain. Every bondage you break. In the name of Jesus. By the power of the Holy Ghost. Remove every veil from every face in the name of Jesus. We remove the scales of blindness. We remove the scales of unbelief. We remove every scale of stubbornness in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Every gown that has been placed upon you in the name of Jesus. We take it off. We remove every gown in the name of Jesus. Every demonic gown will remove now. In the name of Jesus, every stubborn spirit, every stubborn spirit, be pray to now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, pata ya la papa pata dosa, repekeri li bi ya nolo bebe shah, ya ramili ya la papa rakata. We command fire to burn every deposit, in the name of Jesus. We command fire to burn every deposit, every demonic deposit, in the name of Jesus. Fire! 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 fire. rapa pa pa Every the angels be taken off. film be taken. Every demonic veil. I remove every demonic By the power of the ghost, the power of the ghost, everything money filled, I take it off now in the name of Jesus. All over the place All over this auditorium The fire of the Holy Ghost The fire of the Holy Ghost The fire of the Holy Ghost Fire, fire, fire Holy Ghost fire Holy Ghost fire Fire, fire Of unbelief, every spirit of unbelief in the name of Jesus out of this place, every spirit of unbelief in the name of Jesus out. Come on, pray, pray, pray. The covering of the blood of Jesus. The covering of the blood of Jesus. There are a lot of things we deal with next week and next week. But not cover
0: yourself in the blood of Jesus. Stay protected in the blood of Jesus. Don't be afraid.
3: Don't be afraid, fear not. Behold, I give you power, I give you power to turn over scorpions and the serpents and the other and every power evil one, and nothing, nothing shall by enemies hurt you. Nothing, nothing. You don't need to fear them, you don't need to be afraid, you don't need to be afraid. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, leader, of the city, you don't know Shadi Lay perhaps to at this.
0: Two people want to pray with that will close for today. There are two ladies. Your mother specifically told you that you amount to nothing. I want you to step forward and we'll deal with that issue now. Two ladies. Your mom specifically told you that you amount to nothing. Come quickly; you don't have time. If you notice, know there are two of you—two ladies. You are both ladies. There are two of you. Don't be—don't be shy of these things. Your mom told you that you amount to nothing. I want us to stretch our hands towards them. next week, your mother may attempt to stop you from coming to church. Make sure you do everything in your power to come to church. Father, I speak your word over their lives. I reverse the words of their mothers in the name of Jesus. I speak that it will be well with them. Yes, Lord. I declare your word of life over them. I nullify the effect of the words of their mother. Now, in the name of Jesus, I speak life into you now. Live it, live it, live it. I speak life into you now. Life. You will live, and your life shall be a testimony. In the name of Jesus. It is not your mother's words. It is the word of the father. It shall be well with you. I reverse that negative word spoken to your mother that you shall amount to nothing. And I speak the word of God into your life. He will change your life. Turn your life around in a twinkle of an eye. To the glory of God. Your mother shall see and testify. Receive it now. In the name of Jesus. Receive it now. Take it. Please hold
3: your hands. Hold your hands. And these are guys, please. Please
0: Please put this book And clear some space for you, please. Mojani Janimo, Mojani 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 na Mojani Mo Mojani
1: Mojani 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 to Mojani Mojani To be Mojani To to be what To be be There is power, power, water, working power In the blood of the Lamb. Raise There is power, power, water, And it's strong men, please lift up. There is power, power, in the blood of the Lord. There is power, power, in the precious blood of the Lord. There is power,
2: power. I break every hope for this unbelief I in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I can lose. Power, every power in the name of Jesus. I power, I let you loose. I in the name of Jesus. In the name
3: of Jesus. I the I cut it off. By the blood. By the blood. By the blood. By the blood. Fire.
2: Fire. 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 Of the
1: there is power, power in the blood of the Lord. There is power, power in the blood of the Lord. There is power, power in the blood, in the blood of the Lord. There is power, power in the blood of Listen to
0: me. I told you we see a lot of these things. Because it hasn't happened to you, so it, that you you they are not divorced to you, right? Mm. All of us, including myself, we have given the devil footholds and we are making a declaration to cover ourselves until God deals with us. And some of you are standing there looking at me. This is hard work, o. it's hard work. So don't don't don't
1: What are we doing power? In the, the precious blood the of the Lord There is power power. What are we doing for? In power, the blood of the Lord There is power, power, what I wet. In the precious in the blood, the blood of the Lord There is power. What a wedding. There's my power for
2: the waking ball in the precious blood, in the blood of the Lord. There is my power for the waking power in the blood of the Lord. There is power
1: for the waking power in the fresh in the, the precious, precious blood, blood of the Lord There is power, power, power wind,
2: wonder Power like in the, the blood of the, there of the water, Lord there, there is power, power, wonder Power in the precious blood of the Lord There, there is, is power, power, wonder in the There is power, power. Wonder where the power in the precious blood of the Lord? There is power, power. Wonder when the power in the blood of the Lord? There is power, power. Wonder when the power in the
1: precious blood of the Lord?
0: Stretch out your hands towards it. You. you will not go home the same. I lose. You, I
3: lose you. I command every false spirit, every false spirit that came in as a result of the mother's declaration. I command you to take your home, take every deposit, and out now, 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 in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, out, 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 out. out. Out now capatarianos lata everything that came into the eyes. I command you out now in the name of Jesus. Lucer, let it go now in Jesus' name. Let go, let go. You will not have dominion over this body. I speak to her mother spirit now.
0: And I break those links that were spoken to these ears. In the name of Jesus. Listen to me. I've given you an assignment. Please be sure you do the assignment especially those of you who are parents are not born again, don't go and challenge them. Just go talking as if you are conversing. Find out as much as you can about your family and about their own lives and about how you were born. Okay? Some things God reveal, but some we need to know to work with them and deal with them. But I don't want anybody to be afraid. God will deliver us, empower us, Show us how to stay in His Word, there will be strong Christians and become people of influence. You want to hear testimonies like that of Mary, testimonies of that of money. and it is possible because of the power of God. God will give you victory, He will give you victory over demons, He will give you victory in your studies, He will give you victory in your body. You see yourself, people you have told that you are not beautiful, God will transform you, you will become a beautiful lady. You become a fresh guy. I mean, God, God will beautify your life with his glory. He will turn your life around. I said he will turn your life around. That you will know that God is God and he is your father and he loves you so much. He will never leave you or forsake you. Hallelujah. Thank you this one Please. Hallelujah. Please take your seats. We thank God for what he's doing in this service.